0: Hey friends, it's great to be back with you today for another episode of the In Focus podcast, taking a fresh look at the Bible, some big Christian ideas, and how they bring our world into focus, empowering us to live a new, more eternal kind of life within it. I'm your host, Justin Laughlin, husband, dad, pastor, and most importantly, follower and disciple of Jesus Christ. All right, let's get to it. The previous episode was an introduction to the extraordinary disciple-making and church-planting movements currently underway all around the world. This historic global harvest and everything we are learning about church and mission through the practitioners within it is increasingly impacting many of our lives. We're being awakened to new possibilities, in fact, new realities that are challenging and disrupting old mindsets and assumptions. Just this past week, I had a meeting with an amazing pastor and movement practitioner who updated me on what's taking place here on the Front Range. From January 1st through the middle of May, there have been around 800 baptisms through an associated network of around 1,000 simple churches. Brothers and sisters in Christ who are actively sharing the gospel, making disciples, and being the church together from house to house and sometimes also congregation to congregation. What many of us have prayed for and hoped for our whole lives is actually happening, and not just in faraway lands and peoples. An awakening and a revival is underway and on a scale that seems impossible except for the fact that it is happening. If your heart burns at the thought of all this, then this series of episodes on movement is for you. Step-by-step step and episode-by-episode will start bringing into focus the passages and tools by which everyday people, next door and around the world, are participating in the current move of God and perhaps the greatest harvest for the kingdom of God in human history. Before getting into the details today, we are beginning with two pairs of values, two pairs of biblical principles that, when taken together, distinguish disciple-making and church-planting movements from the prevailing American institutional and organizational models of church and ministry. And before going any further, I should also say that these different models do not have to be exclusive one doesn't have to come at the cost of the other, in other words. In the example I mentioned previously of our friends in Denver, they maintain the organizational model really well, including a full staff and high-quality Sunday morning service. At the very same time, they are genuinely training up disciple-making simple church planters who are fully equipped for ministry, supported by the organization, but not tethered or restricted by it. So, movement values are different than American values, and movement values are different than standard institutional and organizational values, but it is possible for them to be complementary and in right order one with another. And with that preamble, here we go. The biblical values and principles that free us and sustain us in the current global movement of God and the mission of God for us to all make disciples of all peoples between Jesus' ascension and His return. First, movements are biblical and faithful. Movements take seriously Jesus' commands. They take seriously the command and Jesus' standing orders and the Great Commission that uh, should continually dictate the mission and nature of church life for all believers between Jesus' ascension and His return. And movements take seriously day-to-day obedience as God speaks to us all through the Bible, through prayer, and through the promptings of the Holy Spirit. And while these principles are often affirmed and discussed within institutional models of ministry, they actually shape the practice of disciple-making and church-planting movements. And if you've experienced both, you will no doubt understand this important distinction. Second, movements are both simple and reproducing. In the same way that early church leaders made a conscious decision not to burden believers with anything unnecessary, and this is recorded for us in the book of Acts, movements also free disciple-making church planters from the complex, exclusive, and often very expensive aspects of institutional church and ministry. To say this in an even more convincing manner, movement practitioners look to Jesus for not only what we should be doing, but how. Movement practitioners trust that Jesus' way is actually the best way. It's both what and how we should be His disciples today. It's trusting that Jesus knew better than we do how to accomplish His mission. And simplicity is a choice to practice while intentionally not complicating this clear, meaningful, simple, and reproducible way of Jesus. And thus, simple is inseparable from reproducing. Just as Jesus reproduced His disciple-making and disciple-gathering efforts into His first disciples, who then made and gathered disciples, who made and gathered disciples, so we do the same by the grace of God. Looking to Jesus as the perfect example of faithfulness and mission, we make and gather disciples who can make and gather disciples rapidly, effectively, biblically, faithfully, and simply. So, there are some values to keep in mind as we continue and as you continue stepping out into the movement and mission of God wherever you are. Remember, Jesus is the perfect example. If Jesus didn't do it or require it, then you can hold it loosely. Be free. Don't complicate things. Remember, Jesus knew best. Jesus modeled and taught us both what to be doing as His followers and how we should be doing it. For Jesus, ministry and mission are not complex, they are not expensive, and they are not exclusive. Instead of those things, may God be with us all, and may He give us understanding, may Jesus' way become our way. And by the grace of God, may we join the ministry and mission of God faithfully and simply imitating the example given us throughout Jesus' life and the rest of the New Testament, and may our disciple-making and church-planting efforts reproduce from generation to generation from here to the ends of the earth. Thanks for listening to today's episode. To help others find it in the future, it'd be great if you take a second to give it a good rating and review, perhaps even becoming a subscriber to the show. If you'd like, you can also share this episode directly with your friends on social media. A link is provided in the show notes to do just that. Until next time, thanks again for being a friend of the show and for tuning in to In Focus. May your world and your part in the mission of God continue coming into clearer focus, and may God lead you into an increasingly eternal kind of life before Him.